The subject matter contained in this presentation is based on biblical principles and designed to give you accurate and authoritative information with regard to the subject matter covered. It is provided with the understanding that neither the presenter nor the broadcaster is engaged to render legal, accounting, or other professional advice. Since your situation is fact-dependent, you may wish to additionally seek the services of an appropriately licensed legal, accounting, real estate, or investment professional. No one can serve two masters. He will either hate the one and love the other, or be devoted to one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and mammon. Therefore I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you shall eat or drink, or about your body, what you will wear. Is not life more than food, and the body more than clothing? Look at the birds in the sky. They do not sow or reap. They gather nothing into barns, yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are not you more important than they? Can any of you by worrying add a single moment to your lifespan? Why are you anxious about clothes? Learn from the way the wildflowers grow. They do not work or spin, but I tell you that not even Solomon in all his splendor was clothed like one of them. If God so clothes the grass of the field, which grows today and is thrown into the oven tomorrow, will he not much more provide for you, O oh, you of little faith? So do not worry and say, What are we to eat? Or what shall we drink? Or what are we to wear? All these things the pagans seek. Your heavenly Father knows that you need them all. But seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all these things will be given you besides. Do not worry about tomorrow. Tomorrow will take care of itself. Sufficient for a day is its own evil. This is Radio Wave Medjinomics with your host, a friend of Medjugorje. Charles Finley. In the 19th century, was considered a major contributor to America's Second Great Awakening. He was a revivalist. He said, if there is a decay of conscience, the pulpit is responsible for it. If the public press lacks moral discernment, the puppet is responsible for it. If the church degenerates and worldly, the puppet is responsible for it. If the world loses its interest in Christianity, the puppet is responsible for it. If Satan rules in the halls of legislators, the pulpit is responsible for it. If our politics become so corrupt that the very foundations of our government are ready to fall away, the pulpit is responsible for it. He's right. 
But our ladies come to show us that we're all responsible. That as some individuals through the religious orders throughout the centuries have renewed their order by an individual witness, we are to reverse this. And it is certain that the church goes for the intellect, dries up. We become too intellectual. We're not simple. We don't put things out in a simple way. We've complicated theology. If you believe in the apparitions, you believe what I'm saying. It is a superior theology. Yet it's simple. It's not complicated. Where is the church going? Toward education, the God of education. So much is put on that emphasis. Smarter is greater. You're born with smarts. You can cultivate through common sense. You narrow it down to higher education. We're for education. I'm for education. But we're on the wrong path of what we understand education should be and is. The universities are corrupt. When he says the pulpits, we see the president of Notre Dame allowing Obama to come, even against the bishop's wishes. And yet, the priest says, well, we can't disinvite the Pope, I mean, rather the Obama, the president. The Pope is to blame. So I come to say, I want to raise up, as Lewis Tomopher said, apostles of the latter days. Are we in a time of peace? Well, Our Lady, the Queen of Peace has come to us and says, I am the Queen of Peace. But during the Bosnian War, the mothers, the women, were marching out into, into Medjugorje, crying out for peace. When you want peace the most is when you talk about it. I wish there's peace. And peace is a gift. In fact, Our Lady says it's a great treasure. So we have peace that we seek. But yet it's elusive. Are we headed for more in peace? Why is it that Our Lady's free on the mountain? And she's most happy on the mountain? And she often comes with angels on the mountain? Because she has no bureaucracy around her. She's not restricted. You could say, well, she's not restricted. She's the queen of peace. She can do what she wants to when she appears. Oh, can she? You don't know the rest of the story. And I don't want to go into that. But there's a reason Ali is most happy on Apparition Mountain. Because she has the freedom to speak to her children without all the entanglements. And yes, that's related to the fact that Medjugorje hasn't been officially approved. But yet church gives approval for private revelations. We don't need anything more than that, and we shouldn't get any more than that, because it's not good for us if we did. Or they would be surrounded with bureaucracy. 
And that's why she says, and she comes to raise up the people to change the pulpit, to change ourselves. I'm not saying that in a condemnation way. It's just we've grown too intellectual. We can't see the way. Our lady just came Monday night, 10 p.m. on the mountain. To Yvonne, June 17, 2013. They sang. They did the joyful and the sorrowful mysteries. The apparition lasted for several minutes. Several thousand people were there. Some of our community was there witnessing it. And our lady came with three angels. Can you imagine that? She extended her arms over the people to pray for them for a long time in a special way. Our lady came very joyful and very happy. That's a message. It's not that way when she's always appearing in the church. Can she, she, can she see into the church and what's going on? Could she see what happened? We just went through the great scandal that was in the church. What other things does she see? Oh, you think a friend of Medjugorje has been too judgmental? Are you listening to, to Pope Francis? Are you seeing what this man's saying, the incredible things he's talking about? He's exposing things in the church. He just talked about an abominable lo lobby inside the church, unmentionable by everybody else. He just said a rich church is an old, lifeless church. May Fra Pope Francis long live. Hurrah, hurrah, hurrah. We got somebody talking to us theologically in a simple way like Our Lady did and Jesus did. Thank God, thank God, thank God. And thank God Our Lady came Monday night at 10 p.m. and said, in this time that we have to be yearning for peace because when she says it, it means there's not peace. Otherwise, she wouldn't be saying it. Dear children, I've come here and introduced myself as the Queen of Peace, and today, in a special way, I call you to pray for peace. You should be taking that as a warning. You should take that prophetically. She continues, pray for peace, especially in your families. You should take that as a warning. You should take that prophetically. She continues. Peace. Peace, dear children. Open yourselves to the gift of peace. The mother prays together with you and intercedes for all of you before her son. Is it strange that she talks of herself in the third person, the mother? Except Yvonne, a lot of his messages concern the family. I used to be in the bell tower with Maria and Yvonne. Immediately after the apparition, Yvonne would start writing many things about it after the apparition. It had to do with the family. And who knows whatever. Beautiful will be the day when we see what he's written. 
because he's talked to the mother. Because whether you like it or not, it's not fatherhood that's sick. It's not fatherhood that's banding the family. It's not fathers that's so atrocious and so bad and child support they have to pay. It's the woman. She's sick. Eve was sick and the man followed her. The woman raises, the mothers raise little boys and little girls. The mother needs healing. She points away and the third person saying, The mother prays together with you and intercedes for all of you before her son. She speaks of herself, her son. This is a trait that I even wondered the first time I saw this, way back in the 90s, maybe the late 80s, when Our Lady referred to herself on the mountain as the mother. As a sign to all mothers. Our Lady continues. The mother loves you with her mother with the motherly love. Thank you, dear children, also for today having responded to my call. I tell you, the scandal in the church had a lot to do with motherhood. A lot. No other institution is more sacred than the family. And nobody can hold it together better than the mother. But they've been blind. How many of them hold it together? What about the man? I said it. He's raised by the woman. She's got the capability to instill values and ideas and principles into him that the father can't. You can have a bad father and a good mother and it stays together holding the marriage. She given the witness, look what she held together, that even with the husband not that good, instills these principles into the child, boy or girl, that they go into life not as quitters. I mean, the most ridiculous, the most asinine, the most stupidest reasons people separate for now. And a large part, the mother. Yes, this will make some people mad. You don't know how my husband is. Oh, really? Do I have to know? I don't understand the issues. We've heard everything you could hear here after 26 years of this mission. And did Jesus not do the same thing for you, Mother? He died for your sins. Are you not willing to suffer for your husband's and his salvation? It is the Mother, it is the woman who God sends to the earth to change its directions, to point to the Mother, just like she said years ago on December 19th, today, On Christmas Day, today I, I bless, Jesus will bless you, and then on Christmas Day, rather, Our Lady says, I will bless all the mothers. She singled them out. This has happened many times in the way she gives verbiage. The third person, the mother, her son, the words she says out of her own mouth is saying something. Have you seen that hidden in the message? Go look it up over and over and over. That's the message in itself. 
She's pointing the way to the mother for all mothers. The woman is to be exalted. She is superior to the man in so many traits. The man has confused it, both man and woman, that she can do things just as well as a man. It's true. Even better. But she's destined to go astray. Because she's destined to go astray, man is over her in marriage and direction. And you want to mess things up, you don't go his way. You don't want to have peace, then do your own thing. You want to cause wreckage in the heart of your children, making them bipolar? Give a different direction. I don't believe all the psychology stuff. Oh, I don't understand the technology of all these things. Bipolar, bipolar. You got a mother always wanting to do something, a husband do something else, you make a bipolar kid. Two different directions. You have it together, you're not bipolar, you're together. One thought, one single people who can listen to the Word of God and carry it out. The family is messed up. Open yourselves to the gift of peace, preceded by pray for peace, especially in your families. He's got a lot to say about that. And the pulpits are silent, except for the great pulpit, which all pulpits should be listening to. A rich church church is an old, lifeless church. You need to read, look on the site, read Rebuilding the Church. Given by Our Lady in the 1990s, early, 19, early, early 1990, explains everything now prophetically, because it was prophetic, very clear. We've got a church that doesn't understand justice anymore. They turned to the government for justice. They gave them the noose, and now we're hung by it because we wanted the government to take care of things. It's not what Jesus said. But that's happened because we see things in the wrong way. This comes from uh, a book that Elizabeth Elliot wrote called Discipline. And she says, Christianity teaches righteousness, not rights. It emphasizes honor, not equality. A Christian's concern is what is owed to the other, not what it is owed to himself. Love your enemies. Do good to those who hate you. Bless those who curse you. Pray for those who treat you spitefully. Give to everyone who asks you. When a man takes what is yours, do not demand it back. It is a long way from the old equal rights law of an eye for an eye. Yet strangely today, when equality is the alleged ideal, there is often reverse discrimination where unfair advantage is given to those who were formerly at a disadvantage. For example, the criminal, the poor, ethnic groups, or women. In Old Testament times, the Israelites were told that to be partial to or to favor the poor was a perversion of justice 
just as much as was subservience to the great. You shall judge your fellow countrymen with strict justice. I am the Lord. And we fail to see this. We've grown to socialist justice. We look for organizations to feed the poor. We look for business and government to do things that we're supposed to be doing. And thank God we have a Pope now that starts to say these things and sees it. From the pulpit, he says, and this was given during Mass on his pulpit. It's on Martha's house in the last few days. He said he urged the faithful, rather, to proclaim the gospel with simplicity and freely. He reiterated that church is not an NGO, which is a non-government organization, and underlined that poverty is one of the signs of gratuity. The NGOs cause poverty. They give and they give and they give and demand nothing from those who they give to, and they depend more on poverty. We've told the story before. We're working on Medj.com, Medjugorje.com. We go out and do the rosary on the beach. We rent a beach house in the wintertime. Cheap rental rates. We go down and do Think Tank. We bring out bread. Seagull shows up. By the time we leave a month later, we have a whole flock there. They're waiting two or three hours for us to get out there to hang around to the next day. They don't want to do anything. It's court in nature. You give without anything in return, as these organizations in and non-government organizations, NGOs, do, and you create property. We talked a while back about when something happens or somebody's house burns down, you meet their needs immediately, but within a week or two, you start cutting back and don't meet the needs of that who is in need. They have to do something for themselves. What Joan just read talks exactly about that. And so Pope Benedict, or rather, I'm sorry, Pope Francis shows this poverty from NGOs as one of the signs of gratuity. I give it away to organizations which are soulless. Give it to them. Give it to them instead of you doing it. You have the better judgment of it. This is the problem with the government right now. They can't do anything for me that I can't do better myself. I'm the best judgment of what I should do to meet my needs or provide for my family or what I want to do or where I want to go. We just had, right here in Shelby County, or actually a county next to St. Clair County, people have been stopped by police voluntarily asking for breath test or blood test. And if you refuse, they offer to give you money. And if you refuse that, they offered, they wanted you to go off and park outside the room and talk to you, give you a 10-minute diet trap, all voluntarily. What are we turning into? People might not have an opinion about that. We've lost our liberty. And they're seeing really what we're tolerating. This was a test done by the Department of Transportation, DOT. They have no right to do that. 
But see, we've given everything to NGOs. And this wasn't even the police. It was off-duty police hired to do this for DOT. Jesus never told the government to feed the poor. He told the people who worked in the government or worked for the government to feed the poor and everybody else as well. It doesn't, and it's not to come through the government. We're not learning this lesson. And we had even our church hollering for the government must do this or help this or get in health care. And look what you got. Rather than standing from the pulpit and saying, you people take care of the needs of the poor. That's why these hospitals as Catholics started in the 1800s and 1900s. That's why they did that for. And nobody could do it better than the nuns did at that time. But they turned into NGOs now. And they depend on government. And you take money from the government and they tell you what to do. To kill babies. And you wonder why we got this? Because we lost wisdom. We sinned. Pope Francis goes on and says, St. Peter did not have a bank account, and we had to pay taxes. The Lord sent him to the sea to catch fish and find the money in the fish to pay. Recalling the style of the primitive church. This is how we operate our organization. Because we don't look at it as an organization. Caritas is not. It's a community. It's an empty shell, the organization. If we're not living the message, if we don't do what we're supposed to, if we're not working our, our, our nails to the bone, if we're not all night up for you right now, getting ready for July 1st to the 5th for our day's apparitions, what are we except an organization? We're something living, our witness, and simplicity and freely can get a material. Last year, a government official comes into our mission house in Medjugorje, picks up a book. How much is this? It's free. One of our community members tell him. No, how much is the book? She says it's free. He couldn't believe it. He was dressed up. He came in there to catch us doing something, thinking we're an organization, rather than a people who wants to live simply, simply give out the message and do it freely. And he finally put the book back down. Started walking out. She says, you can have the book. It's free. He just shook his head. He couldn't believe it. They don't have the mentality even there in Medjugorje for that. He would still come from his communist roots in some ways, some of the older people. But see, that's what makes it powerful. Faithful to proclaim the gospel with simplicity and freely. Recalling the style of the primitive church. He quoted Jesus' words. Provide... To the apostles, he said, Provide yourselves with no gold or silver, not even with coppers for your purse. He said that the Lord wants us to proclaim the gospel with simplicity, a simplicity that gives the way to the power of the Word of God. I desire, as the mother or a mother, she said, that you be in community, one single people who listens to the Word of God and carries it out. That's our mission. That's how we give. That's why you'll taste something free when you come here. July 1st to the 5th. That as St. Francis says, that gives the way to the power of the Word of God. It's empowered. He relays, because of the apostles had not, or had not had, quote, confidence in the Word of God, they would probably have done something else. 
Francis says, freely you have received, freely give. That's why a flood of stuff going out of this mission, freely. That's what all he's shown us to do. We don't even know somehow how we might pay up. The bills that come in for this is just a paper. But this is one reason we're able to do it, because as Francis says, everything is grace, and when we live, and rather when we leave grace, even a little to one side, in our proclamation, the gospel is not effective. It's effective because if you live for God, you live His way, you want to carry out His words, things happen. Because grace makes it happen. Not you, not us, not a mission, but grace itself. We can do nothing. We say that in prayer for, prayer for the body of God every day. I've done nothing, even if I've labored a hundred years, or fraternity. I still could not claim anything because all good comes from God. And any good that I do, any good that you do, any good this community does here or anybody anywhere is of God. So you're bankrupt with Him. There's nothing you can look what I did for you, God. Because if it's good, that's through the grace. Francis talks about, ah, good. Let us set up an organization to support the gospel. No, he did not strike a deal with him. He preached and baptized, Pope Francis said. And so it is. Here we are in our situations that we find ourselves in. A mess. Our ladies come to clean up the mess. And it's up to you to start living those ways in a more pure form. And every day I see something about Francis. I'm more excited about what this guy's saying. He came out of nowhere. Came out of left field in some ways. Nobody ever expected this. But he's saying all the right things in simplicity. Frank? Yeah, so there's a few things that I thought of in in terms of peace economically and a few things that we've experienced in our life. And today it so happens that uh, we were talking about... um, there, there's a you know tremendous amount that we've went through since we've you know given up our job. We're relocating. My wife just came down with the horses, and I've prayed about this many times, and it's it's actually something that. Uh, what about what about the kids? The kids. Everybody's here now. <laughs> the horses, but, the kids. Got your wife back. It's country yeah, song. Yeah, it's country song backwards for sure. But uh, you know, this is one thing that I didn't agree with you on early on. And I've suffered for it, um, and and uh, it's the debt, and and um, and so you know, you talk about peace, you talk about freedom. If you can take paper and become debt free, and we're we're really there. But I had prayed, you know, take on a little corporate debt. Everything down here is debt free, and I had before. And our lady said, "Would you give yourself over to slavery?" But I'm talking to my wife about it. it was something to do this morning, so we just prayed the seven seven seven, opened up the message. And I saw joy in this message enough, and Our Lady said, I want your yes. So my wife immediately goes, she said yes. <laughs> but, but it was, when I saw joy, it, I know the joy of being debt-free. I've lived debt-free. We're, we're very close, and we don't really need this. Um, we're going to have plenty in, in the house. We'll sell very quickly. And, uh, and so this is what, it, what I thought of when um, this is a way for peace. Debt-free is peace. I would... We we'll encourage anyone, anytime anyone asks me if I if I could be broken debt free, 
absolutely. You get out of debt, take the, all the payments, and, you know, have them go monthly into an account. And the other way for peace is, it, I've experienced it, many people through the ministry have experienced it, is getting out of paper and into the miraculous metal medjugorje round. This is a, an experience of peace, especially if you're debt-free. Some people can't be debt-free. This is a way to get out of debt faster. The The price is unsustainable with silver. We also see this phenomenon occurring that a lot of people that have been around for a long time say this happened in 79 when silver went parabolic, and that's where the shorts, the naked shorts or the paper shorts, the sellers um, that don't have silver to cover back, this in the paper game, are moving over to weaker hands and uh, it's up, I think, above 250 million ounces to this to the small speculators and the managed money. And uh, this, this, in the past, has ended with explosive, explosive rallies. So we don't know when, but we know logically, because silver is finite and dollars are infinite, it's going to go up very, very fast. And uh, so it's another way to become debt-free. It's another way to have peace. There's no real downside from here. And um, and then if I could add a third one, the greatest thing we can do for peace is to be in the apparitions July 1st through the 5th, Independence Day. Our ladies come for peace. She's come for independence. She's come to lead America through a friend of Medjugorje in this mission. And um, it's very clear what she's doing um, through these apparitions. This is, is this the fourth time now or the, the fifth time on, on Independence Day? This is the fourth time on 4th of July. Mm-hmm. So four makes so, it, and this so, is this will be the most important. Even though the consecration, the first consecration, those are reconsecrations. Something's happening on this, and that we've never done before. You don't want to miss this. You do not want to say, "Well, it's not that big a deal. I can come. I've been there before." It's not. And he says, during the moment of apparitions, there are particular graces available. And I'm telling you, in this set of apparitions, there's going to be a particular grace available, and you want to be here for it. Whatever you have to do, camp free. Camp here, if you don't can't afford it, you can do that. But whatever you have to do, if you're contemplating, I've got to rearrange this or do that, or it's just too much. You know, the mother of God's appearing. People would give anything 100 years from now to be in your position. Louis de Montfort yearned and and was grieved because he foresaw the time when Mary was going to be made known as no other time in history. She'd raise up apostles of the latter days. And he said he can't wait for those days. He he longed for it. And you're there. He didn't get to see it, except now from heaven. It's a glorious moment. And so you don't understand apparitions if you think, well, I've been there and done that. Every time you come into the presence of Our Lady and she did what she did Monday night, praying over those there in a special way, you're marked in a special way. It changes your eternity if you give up sin and you benefit in a higher reward in heaven just by being there because you was close to her. I want to clarify something too. Is there a contradiction because the Pope said... Provide yourselves with no gold or silver, quoting Jesus, 
not even coppers for your purse. The go here is not to buy go, G-O-G-O-A-L. The go here is not to buy gold or silver. The go here is not to have it. The whole purpose of metronomics is to get yourself out of debt, independent, with autonomy, that you're getting your ground, or rather your food from your ground to your mouth, that you're not hooked in the system, you're not in debt, and this path that we offer through Ain't Gonna Happen is to pay, take your cash that you do have, take your resources, your assets you have, and convert that into silver. And if you can do that in the land immediately, that's the ideal thing. Silver's worthless compared to land and feeding yourself. But in the transition, something you do immediately, you can get the miraculous metal measure go arounds and at the same time transfer that miraculous metal to other people when you exchange it or cash out your your wealth in that to exchange that wealth for something of real wealth, which is land, a homestead. That's the goal of Medianomics, to put you on the path to make you start thinking. Frank, you need more comments and also your contact information? Yeah, well, yeah, land, of course, that I didn't mention, and this is, um, you know, just uh, the last 25th message was just amazing um, concerning, you know, community and these things. So, um, no, I just look forward to seeing everybody July 1st through the 5th. Please uh, call us if you still have dollars that uh, need to be converted. Now's the time. Um, this is a historic opportunity. I did not think we would see prices this low ever again. And uh, we're real close to the prices where the book was released. So, What's the price of silver now per ounce? Below $22 today, maybe twenty one eighty mm. spot. So, Amazing. Um, it, it, it truly is. It truly is. And, um, but it's... Uh, and it's, fa- it's false. No, just, to just to put that on record, it's manipulated. It's with intent. And the reason for it is because it's supposed to be going through the roof and they know that will crash the dollar. And a lot more behind that. You can do your own research and discover that. But go ahead, Frank. Yeah, it was 10 days wages. And and if you had pure silver, I tell this to my employees all the time, a tenth of an ounce of pure silver, you probably could have got any architect or, you know, Daenerys's weren't pure silver. And so an ounce of pure silver, you know, would be 10 days wages of any anybody you really wanted to hire for most of uh, civilized history. So now when silver is more rare than it's ever been, do, are we to believe that an ounce is worth $20? It's, it's, it's nonsense. It's madness. And so um, because of how this has evolved, because a friend, friend of Medjugorje has written about it, it's very easy to see that some very significant error. We saw it was very significant before you wrote about it. But, <laughs> mm-hmm. but I mean, it's, you know, with the miraculous model in Our Lady's message, it, it just makes it a no-brainer. You should not have paper here. I'm going to give you contact information, Frank. Yeah, you can reach us toll-free, 877-936-7686. Our email is globalsilverinvestors at yahoo.com. And our uh, webpage or information page is globalsilverinvestors.com. And just to interject here, the scripture says, Owe nothing to anyone except to love one another. And, of course, true peace comes in not being indebted to anyone except to God and showing love for our family, and for our neighbor. So, for those of you that are contemplating July 1st or the 5th, some of you may not even be contemplating that, thinking that you're simply not going to come. It's a call from Our Lady to be here. It's a call from Our Lady to be able to be in her presence and to be blessed by her. 
So step out in faith. You don't have the money to come. She's got whatever you would need to make that happen. You can't get off of work. God can change anyone's heart. There are so many things that you step out in faith, and Our Lady will make that happen for you. But let's not also be selfish about this as well. It's not just about us coming and being here for the apparitions. It's for also you working to get other people here. It's not just a matter of whether or not you can make it or not. You get everyone you know also to come. Get your neighbors to come, your co-workers, your prayer group members, all of us. Everyone who you're associated with, they're also called as well. And that's your task from now, from July, from now until July 1st, is for you to come and also to get as many people as possible to be present for Our Lady's apparitions, to be blessed in a way like never before. So, again, our prayers are with all of you uh, during this time of grace. And we have... Now, Our Lady's words from this past Monday, you should study. You can go online and look for that message. And to realize that we have opportunity for us to argue people into the kingdom, which won't work. Apologetics is limited. But we have witness that can do that. And so through your witness, Our Lady calls you to this love, and they change the world through that. We wish you, Our Lady. We love you. Goodbye. The subject matter contained in this presentation is based on biblical principles and designed to give you accurate and authoritative information with regard to the subject matter covered. It is provided with the understanding that neither the presenter nor the broadcaster is engaged to render legal, accounting, or other professional advice. Since your situation is fact-dependent, you may wish to additionally seek the services of an appropriately licensed legal, accounting, real estate, or investment professional.